Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Looking for the Middle. I am Bethany. Hello. That's about all we're going to get out of Dalton today. I'm He's so in a little bit of a mood. Mentally stable. So right we're doing great. I'm I'm here. I have a Topa Chico, not a sponsor. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, just gotta make sure people know. I'm not trying to make money off of them. I'm in a room where the heat's turned on and making me sleepy. So we're gonna speed talk through this. Heck yeah, we are. So Dalton can take a nap. I'm going to Joanne's house tonight. We're going to decorate Christmas cookies and watch a movie, and it's going to be so fun. I am going home. <laughs> and not speaking to and anyone. And going to take a nap. Poor Matt. And then... Having to do with you as a roommate's probably got to be an adventure. What? I don't even know what you just said. Was that English? I said poor Matt. Dealing with you as a roommate has probably got to be oh. an adventure. I think it's wonderful. He's so blessed by me. Well, he's not. I'm a nut. <laughs> I feel bad for him. Oh, wow. Love you, Matt. Okay. I know he listens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. So, you're on the record. <laughs> so, how about some keeping of the house? Keeping of the house. Go. One. One. No, I already said one. You didn't have to say one. One. <laughs> well, I was thinking about this. We have our newsletter and we have Patreon. And so far this season, we have not been, and by we, I mean me, <laughs> not been so great at keeping up with either one of them. So I feel bad even talking about them Yeah, on way here. to go, Bethany. So you don't <laughs> get to talk about any of that. So anyway, we have those things. You can sign up on our website. At this point, I wouldn't. I feel bad, though. So you don't have to. <laughs> but so there's that. We do have a Facebook group. Um, when was the last time you posted in there? Me posted? It's been a while. I don't I mean, post in it. It's a female no, group. I know. I'm just saying people post. Like, oh. for, as when was the last time I personally posted? It's been a while, but there is discussion that goes on in there. Um, And I am thinking of first of the year-ish, maybe more into the spring. We had such a good time with the Bible studies that we did um, from that group in the past, so I am planning to pick one of those back up in the spring. So if you guys want to do that, jump in there. Word. Um, So we have that and then that's really about it. We have an Instagram. We have Instagram, yes. LFTM underscore podcast. You can follow along there. Um, so yeah, that takes care of the keeping of the house. Was that three things? Uh, yes. How about the questioning of the day? Was it really three things? Why did I always It was really like four. Two? Patreon, newsletter, Facebook, Instagram. Why, but we always have three. Well, social media is kind of like oh, a thing. You just said everything out of order and I got confused. I get confused easily. <laughs> Anyway, there's been a couple of times recently where I will walk into Bethany's office and not realize what I came for and walk like, out. And then I walk the opposite direction of where I needed to go. And you, she just sees me walking back and forth. <laughs> that's, that's where we're at, people. We're doing great. We are living for what this time? I know about a week, nine days from now when because the church office is always closed a week between Christmas and New Year's. And, and I, I will be taking a nap. I am. I need those days. Let's just put it that way. I need need them. So, yes. we just got to get to there. Let's we just have to get to there. So Let's do podcasty things. Okay. First, let's do question-y things. Well, let's do question-y things. Okay. okay. Growing up, did yep. you ever watch like the Jetsons and yes. that type stuff? Okay. What is the one thing that you were looking forward to from these futuristic cartoons oh. that you have been sorely disappointed we have not gotten? Um, I feel like flying cars is the obvious one, but I never was like all that much looking forward to it. No, I loved the Jetsons growing up. It's one of my all-time favorite cartoons. So the thing that I wish we had, um, is that, you know, they would just like go to a little 
microwave looking thing like beep 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 yes. and poof dinner that would be a welcome addition to my life that definitely has not happened I mean, we have microwaves obviously but they got like gourmet looking meals out of this thing not like frozen tv dinner so that would be the one thing that i think i wish would have come to fruition as cliche as it sounds and i'll tell you why this question popped in my head yeah the flying car thing yeah that sounds so great uh but i want a flying car that flies itself oh for sure that would okay now that would be a time saver. you could get so much done that'd be it would be so wonderful you could just fly you never have to deal with traffic yeah there's so much more space up there do a roads (laughs) the other thing in the jetsons that i really liked you remember like george would like wake up and he's like half asleep still. And he like rolls out of bed and onto this conveyor belt. And it, and it just, just did like everything for him. Rolls him through, shower, shave, dressed, briefcase ready to go. No, I won't that take it. That would be it, really nice too, though. I won't take it too far. Because have you seen Wally? Yeah. Okay. All those oh, people turned to little roly poly olies. They, no, we um, they were quite large and had to live in a wheelchair. That's so, like, true. we don't want to do that. Happy medium. Um, but here's the reason why it came up I was yeah. just so disappointed in our world. While watching a commercial. Okay. Because it's this commercial for these sunglasses. Okay. That can show you your text messages and all of this stuff. And, like, that's cool and all. Yeah. But the Jetsons promised that we would have a whole lot more by now. That is true. What year was the Jetsons set in? Because I feel like it's... I remember a thing going around the internet a couple years ago that was like, this is the year George Jetson would have been born. So... We're probably only talking 20 or 30 years into the future. We are not, well, okay. At this point. If George Jensen had children, some of them were like, wasn't one of them no, like a true. teenager? that's true. Judy was like in high school. Okay, so 40 years. Yeah, but still. Like, but I'm just saying we're, we're to the Jetsons' I don't feel like we're headed now. there. No, we're not. I mean, we're in, we're in that era, and we're not We're not headed close. in great technological no. advances. We're headed into the world of stupid. Yeah, we really are. We're giving you these weird little creature comforts that really yeah. aren't that great. Yeah. I don't I just got mad at the TV when that <laughs> showed up. I'm like, I want to fly in car by now. Oh, my word. Speaking of commercials, though, have you seen, did you see, it's been a week or so ago now, the Chevy commercial that came out for Christmas? No. It's like, I mean, they call it a commercial. It's like five minutes long. That's not a commercial. I know, but that's what they call it. I don't know what else to call it. You should go watch it. I like bald. It's like the most heartwarming, but, but I don't sad cry. thing ever. I already cry if enough. You, if you need, a, <laughs> you need a good cry, this will do it for People, you. It just, will wreck you. Let's just get this out in the open. I'm a crier. Oh, you absolutely. I'm not normally. You're not at all. So for me to tell you. That <laughs> so many people in my life that are not criers. Um, and I am. You make up for all of them. All I mean, I'm us. not that big of a crier. How many? How how long has it been since the last time you cried? Twenty four hours. Okay, just checking. It it was the Book of Job's fault. Oh, okay. It was. You read Job thirty eight through forty two, oh, and you just get teary eyed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Every time that the Lord says to Job, "Were you there when I hung the Pilates?" Like, no. <laughs> and then you just tears. Yeah. Ah. Uh, so good okay okay i don't even know where that came from somehow we got on me crying yeah i said the chevy commercial i don't want to watch that i don't want to watch that i'll send it to you anyway yeah no i'll ignore (laughs) it like when my sister sends me tiktoks i don't even have a tiktok i don't either oh i know you could even watch them without an account okay we are majorly like filibustering getting nothing done here i don't even know what we're talking about today yes you do i told you oh okay if you forgot we are talking about, remember, because last week we talked about the winner of the poll of Oh, wait, topics. I'll guess. Um, uh, why, why the church is obsessed with yes. marriage. Yes, 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 yes. Ha, see? Good job. I, I okay. listen sometimes. So, 
Why? Why are they? Um, you were supposed to start. <laughs> no, I can't start. I we have, already you know, talked about this. I know. We have. Uh, it's funny. We've talked about this topic in general several times over the years we've been doing this podcast. And I had an interesting thought leading up to this episode that's a little bit different. Um, it kind of flips the question a little bit in that I fully acknowledge the church as a whole is very obsessed with everyone getting married. Um, what do you mean by that? Let's define that a little bit more. What do, you, what do you mean the church is obsessed with everyone getting married? I mean, the people, the church, the people in it, that seems to be a at the forefront of their mind as if every single person is a problem that needs to be fixed. Oh, okay. Um, and there is a, maybe obsession is not the right word, preoccupation. Um, they don't see past it, like those kinds of things. Hyper-focused. Um, hyper-focused. But the thought I had was, why does that bother us as the ones who are the recipient of that attention? And the thought was maybe it's bothersome because we are equally as hyper-focused slash obsessed slash whatever the other words were on that same thing. And so it's a pointing out of something that we're already like very aware of and we kind of get defensive about it. So what you're saying is from the the receiving end of that. Yeah. Because that's not necessarily the question we're answering. Right. It's just kind of a, yeah. From the receiving end of that, you're saying it's more, we react and don't like it. Those that are single or not yet married. Yeah. uh, React and don't like the church's obsession more because they're poking an open wound yeah. Rather than we genuinely think there's an overreaction. Yes. Hmm, interesting. I don't know. It's just, it was a thought I've, I have had the past couple of days. It just thinking about it leading up to this episode. And I was like, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, I think in turn, then we're more sensitive and aware of the slightest little comments that maybe seem like this giant mm-hmm. obsession when really they didn't mean anything by it. Like for instance, let's, I mean, I don't know with anything where you maybe have an insecurity about it or you are really sensitive to it. The Sorry, there's construction going on behind us <laughs> yeah, as well. They're replacing the gutters or something. Um, like the slightest comment or even very distant allusion to that thing will seem like a big deal to you because it's forefront of your mind. You are very conscious of it. When in reality, what they were saying isn't even really that related to the issue sometimes. Does that make sense? It is. I'm just wondering, uh, is this something that you've dealt with? And is that why you kind of came to this conclusion? Or are you noticing in other people? It's not something in me recently. I mean, in the past, I don't know, probably five years. But it has been. In the, yeah, more distant past it has been. But it is something I've noticed just in like, hearing the comments that were made and then seeing the reaction by the person of, I can't believe they said that. And I'm going, I don't think how you interpreted that is what they meant. If that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. And so it just got me thinking of like, I don't know that they were, they weren't thinking the direction that the recipient of the comment thought they were going, but because it is so top of mind, everything seems like that. There's so much going on behind me right now. I can hear like conversations and all sorts. Sorry, guys, if there's background noise, we don't really have anywhere else we can go. Um, yeah, sorry, I got very distracted by the the <laughs> drilling and the radio and all that stuff. Anyway, uh, 
Okay, no, I could see that. Yeah. I can definitely see that being part of, of the reaction yeah. to that. Uh, because it does, you don't want people talk, constantly talking about your relationship status. Right. Because it's, they're just pointing out something in you. Yeah. That you don't necessarily like. So I guess I could see that, though I don't think that answers the it doesn't. The question really, we're posing no, 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 today. No, it doesn't. And I'm not saying that's the answer. No, 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 no. It was just a thought I had that I wanted. I haven't talked about that in relation to this topic at all before. So it's just something to throw out there of. I think it is helpful for those yeah. that are listening that are asking the same question of why is the church so obsessed with, with marriage of check yourself before we yep. go on. Yeah. Of is this something that you're currently dealing with where yeah. you're just so frustrated with people that are actually being really loving and kind to you. Yeah. That you're reacting as if they just stabbed you in the back when in all actuality they just made a comment yeah even though it is funny i was at a wedding on saturday and someone came up to me and goes you're next I'm like, aren't you engaged <laughs> were they yes oh my word but i was next apparently well okay then i guess they're going for a long engagement <laughs> i was like that doesn't make any sense but that's sure go ahead you can do you, you know how many people have people said that to you too oh yeah Every time I'm at a wedding, it's a church member coming up to me. You're next. Yeah. Like, do you know well, something I don't know? <laughs> that's the equivalent. And I, I'm, this isn't original to me. I've heard it some, some other places. But like, it's the equivalent of like being at a funeral and you walk up to an older <laughs> You're person. Next. You're next. <laughs> like, we would never do that. I mean, so, I might. Huh? I might just to mess with people. <laughs> I guess depending on who it is. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's I know it's frustrating and... It is something that's like, even though it's from the a very well-intentioned place most of the time, like people want to be encouraging, oh, you're next, or, you know, there's just a great guy or a great girl, you know, out there for you, just wait. And it's like, okay, I understand the sentiment behind that, but first of all, that's not necessarily true. What is playing behind me? <laughs> Sounds like they're going to salsa out there. I don't know. Um, but really with both of those comments, the you're next and the there's just a great guy out there for you somewhere. Like it's well-intentioned. I understand it, but it's not necessarily true. No, you aren't, you, especially in your case Saturday, the likelihood of you being next is very slim. Like there's not, that's not going to happen, but it implies that this is a foregone conclusion, that this is something that absolutely will happen for you. And that's hard for people who already really want something that doesn't seem to be happening to hear. Um, not that, you know, everything someone says is contingent on that, but it's just not true at the end of the day. There may not be a great guy out there. There may not be someone you're next. Like, it's just not necessarily the case. And so it's hard to... I don't know, usually know how to respond to those things because it's like, well, maybe, but you don't want to sound like Debbie Downer at the same time. I just make a joke. What do you say? Oh, it's different depending on who it is. Okay. So like that situation, I made a joke about them being engaged. Yeah. Then, uh, you don't really have high hopes for your life right now, do you? <laughs> yeah, kind of turning uh, it back around. But then sometimes I like to look at married people and just throw them off completely when they come up to me and say, you're next. Yeah. And I'm like, thanks, you too. And then I walk away. <laughs> I don't even wait to see what their response is. I just mess with their head. It's <laughs> I like love when it. when you're uh, you're in the the uh, you're in a restaurant. Uh-huh. Someone drops off food. Enjoy your food. Thanks you too. You're like, dang it. 
I, sometimes I do it just to get their reaction. Just to be on purpose. Uh huh. I like to stir the pot. When I leave drive-throughs, there's been a few times like if my friend's been driving and we're in a drive-through, as we're driving off and the windows closing, I scream, "Love you." <laughs> That's funny. So that's the type of person I yeah. am. Um, yeah. I mean, I think it's well-intentioned, though. Uh-huh. I will say, uh, frame the entire conversation with, for the most part, yeah. the majority of people that say that uh-huh. are being well-intentioned. They totally are. They're just are. not saying the right thing. Uh-huh. Now, to get into the main topic of conversation, mm-hmm. uh, I'm curious as to what your reason for wanting to talk about this is, but uh, I... Because I know we voted on it, but it was yeah. still a topic that we talked about. Yeah. Um, I come from an interesting background. I will not name names of <laughs> the certain institutions that I went to, but <laughs> prominent Bible college. Mm-hmm. And every single year at the end of the first semester, the fall semester, uh, there's it's so it's easy. To get, about there. Uh, we might have so many loud noises in a moment. Yeah. There's a guy climbing the ladder. I can see him out the window. Okay, go ahead. Anyway, prominent Bible institution. Uh, <laughs> I'm having such a hard time paying attention. Anyway, <laughs> um, prominent Bible institution. At the end of the fall semester, they would gather all of the undergrad guys together and have like this man time, and the ladies would go off and do the same thing. Uh-huh. And we're, we're at a Bible pastor training uh-huh. institution. It wasn't about pastoring. Yeah. It wasn't about ministry. It was about find a wife. And then at the end of the second semester, you had this uh, big formal event. Uh-huh. And the, the time in between those two things was called open season. Oh, it just I cringe every time. That's so awful. So it was like always about find a wife, get married. And for the yeah. ladies there, find a husband, get married, be a pastor's wife. And what it created is this culture of where guys and girls could not interact with mm-hmm. one another. Because if I even so much as looked at you all mm-hmm. in class, you thought I wanted to marry you. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that's a prominent Christian institution. And I know it's happening in the church as well. Oh, yeah. It's oh, yeah, that, always about finding marriage. That mentality always, yeah, is always the underlying. It's like, are you dating anyone? Are you looking for someone? You're not. What are you doing with your life? Almost like, <laughs> and there's so many things you're gonna have to edit on this one. So, um, it's only gonna keep getting worse. We just have to talk fast. So, as far as like talking about like my reason behind wanting to talk about this, I mean, this has been on the topic list for a while, and I think for me, the driving force behind it has always been. <sighs> As the person who has been this on the single side of this obsession or hyperfixation or whatever you want to call it, I'm the I've been the recipient of a lot of the comments and the mm-hmm. all of those things, and it hasn't ever. I don't know. It hasn't necessarily bothered me to the degree that I know it has other people because I just laugh it off and move on a lot of times. But there is this element of. The idea and the feeling that being single is seen as being less than, mm-hmm. even if it's not, they're not necessarily looking down on you. It's almost like it's this thing to be pitied mm-hmm. because you haven't reached a certain level of maturity or sanctification or just 
wholeness as a person because, well, you're still single. And I know that's a prominent thing. I mean, I've talked to you guys out there enough to know this is pretty universal in Mm -hmm. the sense of like, at least among the female population, you just feel less than. And now at the end of the day, how you feel and your reactions and what you do with that is your responsibility. Like you don't just wallow because someone said something, but at the same time, I think it's a problem that this just goes on and on and on. I don't know. And I I don't know what you do to change it, but it just there. That's my driving force behind wanting to talk about it is why is there this obsession when there isn't, your, your marital status is not synonymous with your spiritual maturity. It's not synonymous with your completeness as a Christian or a mm-hmm. human being, regardless of how it seems. And I just, it's interesting because anything else in life, people in the church will say, no, 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 you shouldn't look for your satisfaction in that. No, 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 you are complete in Christ. No, 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 no. But when it comes to marriage, it's like all bets are off. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand why. I think it's been... Because I, I want to be careful where people don't listen to us and say we're bashing marriage. No. Um, because if we're, it, it, genuinely, if we're not careful about it, it's going to sound so negative. Yeah. Like, well, they just hate marriage. Yeah. I don't know. That is I don't not the case. All. We're not bitter. We're not no. against it. In fact, I think it's a phenomenal thing. Sure. Uh, I think what is happening is the church is taking a good thing and making mm-hmm. it an ultimate thing. Mm. That's kind of the the feel that I get uh-huh. from churches that overemphasize marriage um, because I love the idea of marriage. I want to sure. be married one day. Oh, me too. I yes. want to find a spouse. I want to have a family. All incredibly wonderful things. But it's not the ultimate thing. And, and we're pushing this down people's throats mm-hmm. as if it is the ultimate thing. That, like you were just saying, you will only be complete... When you find your future spouse Mm -hmm. and you'll only be able to be joyful and satisfied in those things. They might not say it, but but the overemphasis on it is creating that idea out there. Yes. So we have to be, and make sure people understand, marriage is a very good thing. We are not anti-marriage. Yes, I'm glad you said that. (laughs) Very, very good thing. God created it. Mm -hmm. God said it was good. Therefore, it is good. Mm -hmm. At the same time, certain people in the New Testament said it's okay to be single. Right. In fact, called it a gift. Mm-hmm. So both are good things, and both have their place in the church. Yeah. But when you overemphasize one, you also are de-emphasizing the other. Right. You can't see my hands right now. They're moving. <laughs> yeah. Bethany's seeing Yes. Uh, when you do that, you create what you just described, mm-hmm. second-class Christians. Yeah. You have people that are walking around the church going, I'm lesser because I don't have what they have. Mm-hmm. Which is just not healthy, and it's not no. true. No, it's yeah, it's not. Yeah, going back to earlier about the well, you're next, and those comments at the end of the day, they're just not true. And same with this, it's just not true that there's any difference. There's any. It's not like there's a cap on your sanctification potential until you get married, and like it, you you level up, it unlocks a new level. That's just not how it works. Um, the Lord uses all means for sanctification. Yeah. All means. Uh-huh. And for certain people, it might be marriage. And for other people, it might be singleness. Like the Lord uses all things for his glory and for the purpose of making us more like Christ. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to be sanctified less if you're single. Uh-huh. No, he's just going to do it through different means. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't 
I don't want us to create this culture of where you feel lesser or like you can't be more like Christ in these areas. Yeah. I am so distracted right now. <laughs> Good <laughs> grief. We, normally, we're up here on Tuesday afternoons. Normally, it is like a ghost town. We sit here in silence and record, and it is like Grand Central Station today. I do not understand. There's construction going what on outside. Going on There's there? a random family that is outside. <laughs> There's people walking in the room. There's random ministry stuff going on in another building. This is not usual. No, it is not. And so. the easily distracted me is not thriving <laughs> in this environment. I'm so sorry. Um, okay, so then... We have, a train wreck we have established that that is the case. That there, like you said, there's not like tears to Christianity. There's not first class and second class. Like that's just not how it is. Um, but how would you, <laughs> if you were talking to someone who was like, yeah, but this is like the prevalent mindset in my church. Do you just grin and bear it? Do you just smile and know they mean the best? Like, when is the time to say, hey, this is not, like, okay, or no, you're wrong. Like, what's the best, like, because if I feel like if you make any sort of comment back, you inherently just come off as bitter and dissatisfied. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's like, oh, well, they just really don't like being single. Like, what do you think? What's the... Is there a time for that? Um, it's definitely depends a lot on the circumstances. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm always going to say you see something, say something. Sure. Type mentality that you just want to find a balance of you're not overreacting to one comment. Yeah. If it's one or two comments, then you can leave it. Yeah. Again, people are well-intentioned. The church loves marriage. They want people to experience the joys mm-hmm. of marriage. All good things. Right. But when you start to notice this pattern of where men's ministry events Marriage seems to be the only thing they're talking about. Yeah. Women's ministry events seems to be the only thing they're talking about. Constantly from the pulpit, they're talking about the problem with single people. Okay, now we're starting to see a culture yeah. issue here. Yes. Where they're overemphasizing one particular aspect uh-huh. of Christian living. At that point, you would have to say something. Yeah. Now you want to find a balance of checking your own heart first, like you were doing at the uh-huh. very beginning of making sure it's not just because people were poking an open wound. Right. So you have to check that first. Okay, am I just overreacting because I'm bitter, frustrated, or discontent? Mm-hmm. Check yourself there. Examine your own heart. If you are, pause. Right. Don't go any farther until you've dealt with your own sin issues. Mm-hmm. Okay, after that, if you've either worked through those things or identified, no, this really isn't an, an issue in my heart. It's something I'm very concerned with at the church. I think you have to say something to leadership. Yeah, and that's I, that's kind of been my... Uh, that was kind of my thought before you even said it too, of like, if it's a person making a comment here or there, I think you'd be gracious. You smile, you laugh it off. You can make a little joke, but you let it go. Once it becomes the position or stance of the church as an entity, that's when maybe it's the time to humbly say, Hey, this is how this is coming across. Have you thought about that? That may be what Mm -hmm. you're portraying. Um, and then for me, yeah, I've had conversations with individual people, but it's in the, it's not in the passing comment. Oh, ha ha. I'm not, I don't jump on that and say, well, here, let me just tell you how you're wrong. But I've had conversations with people who, you know, they come and say, okay, as a single person, how can we support you? What's helpful? What's not, is there anything we can do for you? How can we pray for you? 
And that's usually the environment where it's more conducive to saying, you know, one thing that's really hard is that a lot of times in the church, there's just an obsession with why aren't you get, why aren't you married? Or every conversation is let's find someone or what about this person? Or what about that person? Or have you tried this? Or have you done that? It's like, there's more to me than that. Mm -hmm. And so that's when I've had really productive conversations around that is like, honestly, the best thing you can do sometimes to support me in that is just not talk about it. Mm -hmm. Like just go on about life. Um, I will say one of the other things that I think is a good response is instead of pointing the finger at other people and uh -huh. saying, you're doing this, you're doing that, you're creating this type of culture and environment, why don't you be a part of the change mm -hmm. rather than just pointing out all the flaws? Okay, so you see an issue, you're going to speak to it. Instead of, you have to stop doing this, you have to stop talking about marriage all the time and making single people feel left out and all yeah. this stuff. Hey, we, we really need to grow in our ministry to single people and not just creating a ministry where we put them off in their own little silo, yeah. but create a ministry that plugs them into the life of the body. Be a mm -hmm. part of the change and not just pointing out the problem. That's I tell really this good point. To, to people constantly, don't just come with uh, to me with a problem, come with a solution Yeah, and we'll talk through it. If you just bring a problem, I'm going to probably tell you, don't come back to me until you have some sort of solution. Yeah. Even if it's not the right solution, that means you still put effort in seeing the need for change. Right. So create a solution mm -hmm. to the problem in your church. Start saying something, but also start doing something. Yeah. Don't just, yeah. Don't just combat comments you don't like with complaining about them. Say, here's why this is problematic, or here's why this is okay, and here's how we can work together to overcome it, basically. Mm -hmm. um, I do think that gets you a lot further. Because, uh, yeah, that eliminates that... We were talking about like, if you seem bitter or discontent or whatever, wanting to jump in and steer the ship a different direction goes a long way in making it seem like that's not the case, really. Um, okay. <laughs> there's I, there's probably so much more that we <laughs> yeah, could say, no. but it was just... It, this has just been a day, so guys. So much is going on I behind feel, and honestly... around. I will say, my summary of what we have talked about since we have been all over the place is... The church is obsessed with marriage because marriage is a really good thing. Mm -hmm. We just take it too far sometimes. Yeah, I think that's a good summary. And I think uh, to summarize then your response to that is always lead with grace. Be gracious when people make comments. Be understanding. Um, and don't, yeah, jump on every little thing. But let me let me throw this out there as a good way to kind of wrap this up. Yeah. And see what you think. Okay. Um, just because your church is overemphasizing this and making you feel lesser don't allow it to make you bitter towards marriage yeah i think there's yes. a danger in that where you go to a church and you start okay they're overemphasizing it so my knee-jerk reaction is mm. i'm just going to be bitter towards i'll them. show them i'm going to go the other direction i don't mm. don't don't allow people's yeah overreactions or even idolatry of marriage mm -hmm. to create in your mind and your heart this quiet hatred of marriage hmm. or this bad view of marriage mm -hmm. that is just not biblical that's a marriage good is a good and beautiful thing it was literally created by god yeah. to display the relationship that would be between christ and his church there's nothing better in terms of a beautiful picture mm -hmm. it's fantastic yeah so don't look at this as a reason to hate marriage yeah we love it <laughs> yeah Go get married, <laughs> but don't make it an idol. Yeah, no, I think that's a good a good summary. And I will, goodness, guys, 
this episode's been all over the place. This day has been all over the place. It's kind of this season has been all over the place, and I feel like when it hasn't been your day, your week, your month, or even your I year. Feel bad i mean we came on here we're like guess what it's the last season and now we're like we are going to limp to the finish line one way or the other i'll be there for (laughs) you so i am so sorry it's been all over the place i will say this we are going to um take the next couple of weeks off for the holidays so look for us back first of january um and like i said before i know we missed a few weeks prior to this um we are not going to shortchange you we will pick back up in january with the remainder of the season, I would say probably look for another six to eight episodes once we get back. Um, <laughs> so yeah, tune back in then. <laughs> Until then, I hope you guys all have a wonderful Christmas, a very happy holiday season that you were able to spend some time reflecting on what the meaning of this season truly is and that um, it's when our Savior came to Earth um, and his plan of redemption was enacted so and always remember the cross was behind the cradle it's very true so we'll leave it at that guys we will see you next year but until then i'm bethany and i'm dalton and this is looking for the middle <laughs>